This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Tonight. The new stars taking over the strip. Las Vegas. Live, baby. Residency. Ben. Sweet little white light. The man J-Lo is leaning on after her split from A-Rod. Plus, a Backstreet Boys baby scare. Nick Carter welcomes kid number three, but reveals complications. And Justin Throw on X Jen Aniston. Yeah, we would check in. Plus, unmasked and very emotional. The sweet and surprising reason Bobby Brown did The Masked Singer. This is definitely therapeutic for me. And our Michael B. Jordan exclusive. Only E.T. is invited to my special new movie, Top Secret Movie Set. <laughs> I think that works. I don't know if that was English or not. E.T. starts now. The pandemic devastated the Las Vegas economy. 34% unemployment, more than $6 billion in lost revenue. I mean, it's so sad, I know. But now, Sin City is betting on some of the mm. biggest names in music to get the strip rocking again. I want to wear my pajamas all day. Kind of a little Vegas going on. This is going to be a new chapter. This trippy 110-second teaser video was released this morning, showing Katy Perry as a mermaid, Luke Bryan out fishing, Carrie Underwood with butterflies, and Celine Dion inside a pinball machine. There's no ticket info, but it's a good bet these stars are coming to Vegas. If all goes well, it's not hard to imagine that these residencies with Katy Perry and Celine Dion and Carrie Underwood and Luke Bryant would launch in the fall and carry on for four weeks and possibly even longer. The venue, well, it's expected to be this new resort on the Strip, the 5,000-seat theater at Resorts World Las Vegas. It's a perfect fit for moms like Katie and Carrie. 
Carrie has two young sons, and Katie's daughter Daisy turns eight months on Monday. I'm like doing 16 hour days and you know, nothing else. <laughs> I'm so grateful. I'm finding my footing, how about that? I'm finding my footing. You can tour without touring, you know? I mean, like you don't even have to leave the building. Celine, of course, pioneered the residency concept, performing over a thousand shows. She wrapped her last run in 2019. I will cherish this Las Vegas experience for the rest of my life. If Celine returns, she won't be alone. I have such great memories of my time in Las Vegas, so I'm going back. Yay. Watch out, I'm coming back to Vegas. Copacabana. Right now, Barry's scheduled for June, and the following month, Usher. Las Vegas, live, baby. Yo, crazy. What happens there, you can take with you, all right? By the way, Jennifer Lopez, she didn't do too bad either in Vegas. Her residency grows more than $100 million. I'll take that tonight. Rachel Smith's over there with her mouth hung open. That is a big piggyback. Right, yeah. exactly. Yes. JLo's got more news going on, huh? Yeah, she sure does. So uh, Jennifer's still getting over her split from Alex Rodriguez, but she's got plenty to smile about at home and on set. J-Lo posed with her shotgun wedding cast, including Josh Jumel, as production wrapped yesterday. And proving she's still connected to A-Rod, she wished his daughter Ella happy 13th birthday, using the same shot he posted in his tribute. A source tells ET there is still love and respect between the two families, despite trust issues, and Jennifer's surrounding herself with and talking to loved ones. That likely includes ex Mark Anthony. He comforted their daughter, Emmy, after the A-Rod breakup rumors first emerged. We're told J-Lo and Mark are supportive of each other. Through personal matters, they have each other's backs. Next, Jennifer Aniston's ex on gaining intense fame after their marriage. Was that a shock to your system? Yeah, I think a part of me was like, you know, I'm, I'm a, essentially sort of a character actor and a writer. There's not much there. On this weekend's Sunday Today, Justin Thoreau says mutual friend Jason Bateman helped him deal with media scrutiny. He said, look, um, a character is about to be born. And that character is you, but it's not you. That character is, you know, angry. That character has got a problem. That character is, you know, sweet. Don't follow that guy's storyline. That's the only way you can sort of keep sane and all that. The Mosquito Coast star tells us he and Jen still talk. Did you reach out to her? Did she lend any advice? Yeah, we would check in and, you know, I think we're both having fabulous experiences. And finally, Nick Carter shares difficult news about baby number three. Have to cry for you. From wife Lauren's hospital room today, the Backstreet Boy posted, quote, We have been experiencing some minor complications. Without disclosing the issue, a source tells ET, the newborn is expected to be fine and the family looks forward to going home. Sending lots of prayers out to the Carter family. Yeah. But Nick is such a family man. And you know, Nichelle, the big reason that he wanted to compete in The Masked Singer last mm -hmm. season because he wanted it to be something that he could share with his kids. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's a family show, and that seems to be the theme for a lot of star parents who do that show, including Mr. Bobby Brown, who unmasked his joy and pain on stage. You have my heart when you were talking um, on the show. You've lost your older children. I lost my daughter, Bobby Christina, and I lost my son just recently, Bobby Jr. This is definitely... Um, Therapeutic for me. Yeah. Um, it keeps me going. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Time does little to heal the grief, but Bobby says he mustered the strength to sing thanks to his three youngest children. I do this for my kids to let them see that their dad is still, you know, 
kicking. <laughs> Were you able to tell them? I couldn't tell them at all, but they guessed right off the bat that it was me, and I kept having to say, no, it's not daddy. They played along with it until last night. Two contestants went home, and Bobby had the perfect twin eliminee. Ladies and gentlemen, When you're unmasked, what's that moment like? Oh, I can breathe. <laughs> there were moments I was so anxious, and then you get out there, and it's like, whew. What's wrong with being confident? Tamara gave fans a glimpse at her impressive voice during her classic 90s sitcom, Sister, Sister. I'm going which was around the time we first met twins, Tia and Tamara, in 1994. We're gonna take oh, it back to 1994. Sometimes my sister, she gets creative. She thinks she's ice skating, she does stupid routines. <laughs> I gotta be stupid, Tia! My sister and I love to rollerblade. That was our street. I remember those outfits, oh my gosh. Tia, we need to put on our skates, recreate it. Tia's probably like, girl, bye. <laughs> How much would we all love to see that so many years later? Come on, Tia, make it happen for your sister. Come on. Now we also have news about another mass Singer alum, the taco. <laughs> Tom Bergeron on Monday tweeted this iconic line from The Godfather Part Three. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. People were thinking like, is he coming back to Dancing with the Stars? And the short answer is maybe. We do know that he's joining a new Audible podcast called Hit Job alongside Kiki Palmer and Pete Davidson. But his rep told us that wasn't the news that he was referring to. Meanwhile, get ready for plenty of action coming from Mr. Michael B. Jordan. Ooh. Back in 2019, E.T. was the only show invited to the Berlin set of Michael's new movie without remorse. There's something inside of me that I can't turn off. John Kelly is very good at what he does. He's a man on a mission. You don't want him on your bad side. So we are here in Berlin, and look at this. This place is massive. They've taken over four sound stages, encompassing 185,000 square feet. Think about that. That's almost three football fields put together. Michael plays a retired special operative forced back into action to fight terrorists. And if you look at all of these scenes here behind me, well, there's a lot of action. What does it feel like when you are number one on the call sheet and you have to lead the way and set the example for the movie? It's a responsibility I guess I've kind of grown into. But I think it's, uh, it's that leadership quality, you know, ultimately yeah. wanting to direct, you know, understanding kind of like you got to set the tone, you know, lead by example. Michael is also a producer for the Tom Clancy action film streaming on Prime Video April 30th. And get this, he performed almost all his own stunts, including this fiery scene. Give me a name. The cast, including Jamie Bell and Jody Turner-Smith, participated in a military-style boot camp with a retired Marine to prepare for their roles. We're doing a lot of weapons training, you know, tactical training. We're all playing what are meant to be very accomplished soldiers. Yeah. I remember the first time that it came to shooting the machine gun on the set. I went to pull the trigger and the, 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 it just jumped out of my hands like a fish. And I was like, oh, that training has just completely gone out the window. Wow. <laughs> Jamie is a CIA agent, while Jody plays a Navy SEAL lieutenant. She and now husband Joshua Jackson were expecting their first baby while filming. Her male co-stars compared her character to Demi Moore's G.I. Jane. It's really interesting to be like sort of the only female energy in such a male-centric world, but also kind of be the person who's like in charge. They better hope he doesn't survive. You know, working with everybody's boyfriend, Michael Bay Jordan. Yes, Michael Bay <laughs> Jordan. You know that's what everybody calls him. I call him not to tease him. He's like, what? I'm going to make it right.
Michael Bay Jordan. That has a good ring to it. I'm with you, Jody. All right, now to a catchy pop classics mystery muse. Make them away downtown, walking fast. Remember this song? Nearly 20 years later, will Vanessa Carlton finally reveal the celebrity she wrote it for? I knew you were going to ask me that. And got a passion for fashion but don't want to miss the mark? Tonight's Dear Drew is filled with style advice. And you only live once, so just have fun. Plus, our iconic leading men of the 90s series continues with Jimmy Smits. Ding. <laughs> I got goosebumps. Hey, everyone. It's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. He was shackled and in this shed constantly. I was really angry. Only E.T. has this emotional look at Cher and the Loneliest Elephant. Now, the singer embarked on an epic mission all the way to Cambodia to free this majestic creature. It is something else, and the documentary premieres today on Paramount Plus and then on the Smithsonian Channel on May 19th. Well, here's another exclusive for you, only we spoke with Vanessa Carlton mm. about her new documentary, The Story of a Thousand Miles, and why she actually, get this, hated her signature hit. Say that. what? And it actually turns 20 this year. Make him away downtown. For me to be able to be able to be okay being really annoyed with playing that song at shows during times where, you know, like people are heckling you and yelling for it. I've figured out how to make peace with that song. I still miss you. Vanessa was just 17 years old when she wrote the three-time Grammy-nominated song. She doesn't name the star who inspired it in the Vice documentary, streaming now on YouTube, but she did give us a clue. The song is about a crush I had on a Juilliard student. Miss you. Folks are speculating anyone from like Wes Bentley to Jessica Chastain. Are we somewhere in the right neighborhood? I am purpose, I'm not attaching a gender and I will, it will remain like that. It's better for everyone if it just remains a mystery. Here at ET, we love to throw it back. This is from 2005, so check this out. I'd like to see myself in 25 years where Stevie is. I was still wearing that moon. Look at it. Oh my gosh, you still are rocking it to this day. What's the I significance behind that? Stevie gave it to me. I can't believe you found that. I'm gonna cry. Kev, wow. my connection to this song. Tell me about it. Cruising around in my VW Beetle, windows down. What year, your Beetle? 2000-ish. Oh, please, child, I had a 71 Beatles. Since we're <laughs> now throwing back to everything, it's Throwback Thursday, and Drew Barrymore is looking back at her fashion game to help you improve yours. Wow. What never goes out of style? Well, find out on the next Dear Drew, only on ET. Then. Objection, Your Honor. Which you never knew about Jimmy Smith's iconic roles. It almost didn't happen. And is he ready for a primetime return? I would pass through with my orthopedic insoles on. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amiga. Empathy is our best policy.
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And now let's get to our segment, Dear Drew, where viewers can ask Drew Barrymore anything. Tonight's topic, style, with a very stylish looking today. Hey, how are you? Thank you, I feel like the Easter Bunny today. <laughs> Have a good year, everybody, be good. So I wanna start off, Dear Drew, the Oscars are this weekend. What is your favorite past look that you've worn? I liked when I wore the daisies in my hair. I do grow daisies. Unfortunately, the ones I grow are yellow. I wanted to wear white tonight. And then I took a can of glitter from like, you know, a beauty supply store. <laughs> the red carpet is a place to play yeah. and go for it. And you only live once, so just have fun. Agreed, agreed. Okay, here's one that I struggle with, Drew, so I'm glad that our viewer wrote this in. Dear Drew, how long should I keep the clothes in my closet that I don't wear? What if they come back in style? This baby never went out of style. A part of me wants to say get rid of them right now because if you're not wearing them, there's a reason. However, you can't say that anything will never come back and be cool again because mom jeans just defied all the rules. Like, <laughs> mom jeans were the worst. Yeah. And now every Gen Zer thinks they're the coolest. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I don't know. Mom jeans, mom jeans. All right, here's our last one. Dear Drew, how can I inspire my husband to be more stylish? You dress like it's 1998. If you guys have a good sense of humor, make some jokes about it. Mm -hmm. Like, why not? The other thing I think is a fun, positive thing to do is create a date night where you meet somewhere. And then you can get into like, I'm gonna try to style myself up. How about you? Like, shall we dress up? I love it, I love it. And I love you, Drew. We're on a sister show. It's just what we do. This is just my highlight of the week. Thank you, Nichelle. Yeah, we love a Dear Drew Thursday. And by the way, make sure you catch Kevin and I on the Drew Barrymore Show tomorrow for their big Oscar preview show. So much fun. All right, now let's talk TV legend Jimmy Smith. Our iconic leading men of the 90s TV series is getting Jimmy to spill some set secrets, starting with his very first primetime role on Miami Vice. So you think he's going to show? He better. To watch Don be in a costume fitting and take his clothes and ball them up and throw them in the corner. I want everything to be kind of wrinkled. You know, it was like, okay. There was just one small catch that didn't sit well with his family back home in Brooklyn. Eddie? No! I was in the pilot episode, and that show became very iconic, so they just were very sad that <laughs> you didn't I, I knew forward. going in it was just going to be one and done. But this is the iconic leading men of the 90s. By then, Jimmy was a primetime star thanks to L.A. Law. You may be good, Mrs. Skyler, but I've seen your cards, and you're not going to win with the hand you got. Tell me about that experience. Well, it almost didn't happen because <laughs> I, I had an audition. I had read the script overnight, and I was like, this is the joint. This is so great. <laughs> but I, it, they just threw some legalese stuff that really wasn't even part of the script, uh -huh. and it, it didn't go well, and I was depressed. I did get another chance, and I was very prepared, and it went 
it went good. Are you still in touch with anybody? Blair is probably the one that I, I, uh, I talk to and see, see the most. Blair Underwood is actually developing an L.A. Law reboot centered around his character, Jonathan Rollins. So that begs the question, does it pique your interest at all? I would pass through with my orthopedic insoles. Jimmy's most acclaimed role was the five-time Emmy-nominated character detective Bobby Simone in NYPD Blue. Let's just say you wouldn't wind up in trouble. I don't have any further comment. Jimmy told me he was a bit overwhelmed at first to replace David Caruso in season two. Caruso was let go despite the show being a massive hit amidst what the showrunner called his cancerous onset behavior stemming from a desire to pursue a film career. There was anticipation on a lot of people's parts. My part as well. Is this going to work? Andy, I'd like to get your help on this, man. I don't know when this other thing's going to move, whatever I can do. That was a beautiful blessing. That, that's that's it. That's the transition. That's where he makes the change. Did you really feel like we're pushing the envelope and we're being innovative here? Yeah. The fact that people were, you know, <laughs> why are you in the gym this week? <laughs> because my butt's gonna probably be on camera. You know, that was <laughs> that was a lot. That was part of it too. And June 11th, catch a fully clothed Jimmy in the highly anticipated theatrical adaptation of Lin Manuel Miranda's musical In the Heights. In the Heights, are you singing and dancing? I blow a couple of notes. We saw a cut of it. I got goosebumps and I, I cried several times while I was watching it, yeah. June 11th, mark your calendar. I can't wait for this. Now tomorrow, our iconic leading men of the 90s TV series wraps up with Nanny Star and real life British Lord, might I add. Mm. For real, mm. Charles Shaughnessy, his cool connection to the royal family. All right, coming up, from Dolly to Lady Gaga, SNL's Melissa Villasenor unveils her newest celeb impression. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, don't miss the Film Independent Spirit Awards tonight at 10 Eastern on IFC. Ooh. We can pop some popcorn and watch. We could do that yeah. with our pajamas. Mm. Yeah, because <laughs> SNL star Melissa Villasenor is hosting, and I love her impersonation. And honey, we are all in luck because Melissa, she has a new one. Oh. My Diane Keaton I've been <laughs> working on, which really starts with her laugh, because she's always like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I, I love fashion. I, I love it. Oh, well. <laughs>
La-di-da, la-di-da, la-la. How's it feeling these days to have to entertain virtually? Not hearing laughs, it's tough. I feel like it'll be good. And by the way, speaking of award shows, we will be on site at the Oscars tomorrow getting you ready for Sunday. What? So make sure you join us for that. It's going to be great. Night, everybody. Yep. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.